everyone. Welcome back to a special bonus episode of Uncanny Treks. Uh, taking a break from Babylon 5 versus Star Trek DS9 to talk about Star Trek Lower Decks. Specifically, we're talking about Season 3, Episode 4, Room for Growth, which originally aired on the 15th of September, 2022. I am Bob in Cascadia. That's Matt in the Southland. How the hell are you doing tonight, Matt? Oh, Bob, this episode has room for growth. That's what I have to say. Ooh, ooh, that, that's criminal, son. That's criminal. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Joe Brandon's uh, police should come in and demagify you for that pun. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to walk us through the A-plot of uh, room for growth, Matt, since there's so much room for growth, you see? So, uh, in the A-plot, Tendi pursues Gloopy into the Jeffries tube and overhears Delta Shift's plot to rig the lottery algorithm for Deck 1 Luxury Quarters, sending Beta Shift on a quest through the bowels of the Cerritos. Indeed, indeed. And if people are not clear, because I certainly wasn't until there was a, you know, a glancing reference to it in this episode, our uh, four protagonists are indeed Beta Shift. Okay, yes, thank you. I'm, I'm glad that was clarified. Gotcha. Indeed. All right, B-plot, Bob. Freeman forces Billups, Rutherford, and the rest of the engineering crew onto a mandatory spa vacation on the USS Dove. Indeed. So, Matt, Mariner starts out the episode pretty strong, yelling, you can replicate a larger towel to the man walking through the corridors in a very small towel. Yeah, it's because shit's so overcrowded, Bob. I mean, they're living in, the, in those little bunk things in the hallways. Yeah. They're playing their yeah. fiddles. They've got Goopy. I mean, there's just too much shit going on. You get the sense from their dialogue that the Cerritos has more crew than California-class ships usually have. I don't think we'd ever heard that before, so that was kind of interesting. They're overstaffed, Bob, maybe. I think they have too many people. Well, the Cerritos just has such a good reputation in the fleet, man. They keep pulling all the plum assignments, at least, you know, plum assignments for a California-class. Um, so, speaking of the California-class, are you excited about the return of the Carlsbad from, I guess that was last week? They're like going back to this competitive well a little too often, Bob. Yeah, I agree. Like the competition with the people on the ship is funny. I but I was not very impressed by the Carlsbad <laughs> crew. I don't I don't really ever need yeah. to see them again. So we do see this episode Shaq's being very woke about feelings and mental health, you know, berating both Billups and Dr. Tayana about their need to be more open about their feelings, and I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, we find out a lot more about them a little later on. Oh, yes, we do. And it was amazing. And we also have a kind of another trope. I think this was from season two, where we keep seeing the show use Adosians. And those that's that um, three-legged, three-armed red species that originally appeared in the first animated series of Star Trek. They keep using Adosians to be slightly crazed captains of Starfleet medical ships, which, uh, you know, it's, a, it's an amusingly specific trope. I'll roll with it. Yeah, so this is another uh, character that you're another alien you see on the anime series, correct? Yeah, yeah, it's the it's the bridge guy that they replaced Chekhov with. Cause gotcha. I, if I remember the story of the animated series, originally they only wanted to get Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner. Leonard Nimoy was like, "No, you bring back everybody, or I'm not coming back." And their counter offer was, uh, "We'll bring back everybody except for Walter Keeling." And and uh, Nimoy kind of begrudgingly said okay, and then um, Gene Roddenberry felt bad, and so he he gave Walter Koenig a script assignment. So Walter Koenig wrote one of the animated series episodes to make up for not being on the show. Nice. I mean, do they just yeah. forget to invite him, or no? No, I think it was. I think it was just the studio being hardballed because, like, I, I mean, I'm sure that the the cast didn't make like 
the same money they made on the original series, but they probably did because they were known actors. They probably did have to pay them more than they would usually pay animated voice actors. Right. And so I think it was just a cost cutting measure that they were like, well, Walter Cohen's the least important member of the cast. So we're not going to bring him back. Poor Chekhov. That's yeah. Poor Chekhov. But at least he got the writing credit. And, uh, yeah, so that's why that's why you have uh, Lieutenant Erex as the replacement for um, good old uh, good old Chekhov. All right, so I one thing we learned in this episode, which probably doesn't matter to you, but I thought it was mildly amusing, was uh, Teller Prime, the home of the Tellerites, the pig species, apparently has a lot of mud. I guess it's sans reason since it's a you know a pig planet, but yeah, I, I thought that was funny. There's pigs. Pigs like mud, Bob. Pigs do like mud, Matt. They eat a lot of garbage too. All right, so uh, so you were probably pretty horrified by that uh, that holodeck uh, scene, but I absolutely adored it. That you you thought it was something hot, Bob. Well, it's great because uh, at first we get a Mariner uh, mocking the entire idea of banks and yelling at the holograms who are in the banks, uh, who would like to withdraw some paper with no intrinsic value. <laughs> so that was great, and then we see uh, Shax and Doctor Tayana burst in to do some crime play. Uh, and, you know, Dr. Tayana's loving it. She's turning off the safety features. She's making people eat hot lead, Bonnie and Clyde style, doing the bank robbery, getting real horned up. You know, Shax is trying to harsh the mellow, talk about feelings. Dr. Tayana isn't having any of it. And as our, uh, as our heroes retreat from the holodeck, they start boning. So is crime play like an actual fetish, Bob? <laughs> I, it could be. I assumed it was just wordplay on, like, crime and roleplay, but, I mean, it, maybe it's a, it, it could be an established thing. I don't actually know. Yeah, it sounds very, uh, sounds like it could be something, if it's not already. So, we we see Freeman kind of, like, curse Jordy LaForge this episode. What do you think Jordy LaForge did to Captain Freeman? I don't know. It came out as, like, she goes, all of them are all goddamn Jordy LaForges. I mean, that's, that's, that's very specific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm assuming they just fo- they they just focus on their work and not you know whatever else yeah. is needed. But. Yeah, maybe maybe they're implying that in the lower decks or in the Star Trek universe, like Jordy LaForge has become a shorthand for like incel, which is pretty dark. But like maybe I don't know. Yeah, I would not want to be Jordy LaForge if that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of somebody who's not an incel, Matt, uh, did you have any thoughts on the revelation about uh, Commander Ransom's wife? Yeah, she's uh, made of churros. Which yeah, her name is Churro Olivia. And that's hot, I guess. <laughs> oh, so uh, so my my thing is crime play, and your thing is churros. Okay, duly noted. Duly noted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he replicated himself a big old bag of churros at the end of the episode. Hey, man, it's not his fault. He he feel he feels her on a primal level after he got devolved. <laughs> you know, <laughs> these things happen. <laughs> and I just, uh, I just like how the replicator can give you like if you want a sealed bag, it'll give you one. <laughs> I, I think that's very good that the replicator has such discretion options. Like discretionary options are very important. <laughs> so like whatever you order, you can keep hidden. I wonder if you get yeah. like a specific bag. Like if you get like a Whopper and a McDonald's bag. I like that we found a third fetish. So at first we were working off the the crime play fetish, and then we were working on the churro fetish. But now now we've got Matt's weirdly specific bag fetish. Yeah, like, <laughs> I want to put. A Whopper in a McDonald's bag. That's what I want, Replicator. Make it happen. <laughs> All right. The, I, I would say that before we go into Character of the Week, my only other observation about this episode uh, was Captain Todd's vaping is pretty funny, I thought. I, yeah, I think it's I the can... first time we've seen vaping in the Star Trek universe. Have we seen smoking before? 
we must have, but I, I, we must have, but I can't, I can't think of an example. Although I also, you know, I guess you, you would maybe want to stipulate that like holodecks and, uh, you know, primitive planets that look like earth in the, in the 20th century don't count. Right. So if you stipulate those two things, I don't know if we've ever seen like a Federation person smoke. I feel like anything, it was a cigar, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, that that's a really interesting question. But I, you know, I I hope they like uh, modify vaping at some point in the twenty fourth century where it's a little easier on your lungs. But nonetheless, it has persisted. Hit us up on Twitter, folks, if you remember when uh someone was smoking on Star Trek. <laughs> All right, Matt. So who was your character of the week? Uh, my character of the week goes to Ransom and his uh his churro fucking. All right, I'm, I'm going to put that in as not Ransom, but sure, Olivia. <laughs> um, and then for me, obvious, speaking you know, speaking of this week of fetish, uh, it's Dr. Tayana. I specifically admire how she manages to refuse to talk about her feelings. That was very good of her. Uh, good job. Uh, probably more of us should not talk about our feelings. All right, so speaking right. of not Keep talking it all about inside, our feelings. Folks. Keep it all inside. Keep it in, bottle it up. Nothing bad will ever happen that way. <laughs> <laughs> so uh this has been our uh, slightly short but it was a slightly short episode of uh, star trek lower decks uh covering room for growth i am bob in cascadia that is matt in the southland we are on candy treks have a great night everybody thanks for listening <laughs>